Welcome to the Packer Mentality Podcast. I am your host, Patrick Corrigan. Thank you so much for being here. I am back from Kansas City where I got to experience the draft up close. It was an amazing time, and I highly recommend that if you get the opportunity, you should go. If you have any questions on how to get some pretty good seats for the draft, please contact me. Kansas City did a great job hosting, and the Chiefs fans, unsurprisingly, as the Super Bowl champs, they turned out. I met so many great and really friendly fans from pretty much every team. Lots of Packer fans, and the NFC North definitely was well represented, and got some to spend some time with some Lions, Bears, and Vikings fans. And despite the rivalry, they were all really cool and fun to hang out with. I spent Thursday and Friday night during the actual draft sitting with and next to other Packers fans and Chiefs fans. If any of you guys are watching, big shout out to you. You guys were a lot of fun to hang with. Drop a comment below if you were at the draft and you met me or if you saw me. Overall, I am happy with the Packers draft. And I was originally going to go through the draft picks and give you my thoughts. But I think that's kind of been done to death already this week. So we're not going to do that. What I do want to talk about is the Packers strategy towards the draft over the past decade. If you follow me at Packer Mentality on Twitter, you may have gotten a little hint of what I'm talking about. First, a history lesson of sorts. Before the 2023 draft, the last offensive player the Packers drafted in the first round was Jordan Love in 2020. Before that, you had to go all the way back to 2011, which was actually the year they won their last Super Bowl or even appeared in a Super Bowl. Packers have had 13 first-round picks over the past 11 years since then. 11 of those 13 have been defensive players, or 10 of the last 11 have been defensive players. Which brings us to the 2023 draft. And I had my hopes up. In the weeks leading up to and going into the draft on Thursday night, I thought that a that with a first-year starting QB in Jordan Love, finally, this year, the Packers will pick an offensive player in the first round. A player at a premium position, of, obviously, such as a wide receiver to give him another weapon, or maybe one of the top offensive linemen to anchor the offensive line for the next eight to 10 years. I never thought it was going to be a running back or a tight end, just not the value at that point in the draft. I'm not crazy. But I believe that the value would be there to go offense at number 13. And honestly, things could not have fallen the Packers' way any better than how they did. The top wide receiver, Jackson Smith and Jigba, and one of the top offensive linemen, Broderick Jones, they were both available. Instead of drafting either one of them, the Packers selected edge rusher Lucas Van Ness at number 13. This is not a knock on Van Ness or any criticism of his ability or the worthiness of picking him at that point. 
I don't think this was about Van Ness being that much of a better prospect or having more value to the Packers than an offensive player. This was just a continuation of the Packers following the same plan and pattern that they've had for over the past decade. Offense just wasn't really much of a consideration. The Packers draft defense in the first round, period. Usually at premium positions, but not always. Such as we saw last year when they drafted an off-the-ball linebacker in Quay Walker. All of those first-round defensive players, all that talent, all that potential, where has this strategy gotten the Packers? This is my problem. This strategy, it's not leading to team or defensive success on the field. Not one Super Bowl appearance since 2011, and not one of those defenses has finished in the top 10 in the NFL. You put 11 men, 11 men on the field on defense, and at times last season, seven of those guys for the Packers were first-round picks. I don't think it's unreasonable to expect better results than what we've seen. And if the results aren't there, shouldn't we expect the strategy to change? Just saying. I will address one argument. I saw defending defense in the first round that I thought was kind of funny. Uh, someone tried to say that the defending champions, Chiefs, used the same strategy. And they've won two Super Bowls in you know, over the last six years. So let's look at their recent drafts. 2017, the Chiefs used two first-round picks to trade up to get Patrick Mahomes, who's only turned out to be a generationally great quarterback and has won them two Super Bowls since then, and two MVPs. They drafted a running back in the first round in 2020, and then they traded a first-round pick in 2021 for an offensive tackle, Orlando Brown. That's four first-round picks used for offense. So don't use the Chiefs to argue that point. Enough said on that topic, at least for now. Let's end this on a positive note. I am excited about what the Packers have done to remake the offense. There is a lot of potential in the wide receiver and tight end groups now. And we're going to talk about that in a couple days. Until then, have a great weekend, guys. Be safe and go Pack Go.